Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Codex Man Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rulo. We're on to episode 65. It is Wednesday, March 8th, 2016, or 17? 17. 17. <laughs> Reading off the docket. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome, everyone, to the show. Welcome to Switch Week. It is a big week. It is uh, such a big week. It brought Eris Tejeda back from the dead. Eris, how are you? I'm technically in Hyrule right now, <laughs> but it's good to be back. Are you playing your new Switch console remotely? I am currently playing my Switch in uh, tabletop mode. I think you just heard me <laughs> load up The Legend of Zelda literally right now. That's wonderful. In your house, mm-hmm. my Switch, mm-hmm. not your Switch. <laughs> Which is connected to the television in the other room right. because it's the magic of the you Nintendo can, Switch. You can do that Yeah, if you choose to tether yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd... Uh, wait, did you get uh, Mario Kart yet? That's not out. Oh, it's not? No, that oh. comes out uh, late April. April 28th, I believe, is the release on that. All right. So, Vic, when that Mario Kart comes out, we're going to have a Codex Prime face-off awesome. in Mario. Cool. Oh, yeah. I believe with the little Joy-Cons that uh, Eris is holding there, you can turn it over and play like a single controller. You sure can. Yeah. So, I'm not sh- Wait, does this split four time- four ways? I guess we could split it two ways with the two different... I just found a shrine, bro. <laughs> I found one earlier before you got here. No, really? Yeah. I love shrines so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, Vic, how are you? What you been up to? Sorry, no Carl Bird today. We were uh, we had to do, uh, record a day later, and Carl Bird can't make it for Wednesdays. So yeah. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to carry it. How are yeah. you doing? Doing fantastic, man. Mm-hmm. Quite fantastic. <laughs> what you been up to? Uh, quite a bit. Um, on the video game front, I did not get a Switch, but I am experiencing a Zelda esque game in the form <laughs> of Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is pretty fantastic. Three hours in so far. It looks absolutely gorgeous and breathtaking on my 1080p display. Very crisp. <laughs> extremely crisp. Just imagine how much better that would look on a PS4 Pro in 4K. Yeah, I'm sure it's negligible. But uh... <laughs> You gotta get that side-by-side Ooh, test going. Did you hear that? That was cool. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. This is the first time I've I've actually heard it happen, but what? Just when it connects, yeah. it goes. Yeah. Hey, shut up! It makes the noise. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Like the system itself makes the noise. Gotcha. I'm so afraid that's gonna break. <laughs> it feels pretty sturdy. That's good. So, uh, so sorry to butt in, Vic. Go ahead, and I'm I'm just I gotta put this away. <laughs> yeah. This is real bad. This is real bad. This, the audio's bad. My attention's bad. Just everything's bad. I I I like the switch. I mean, you could just mute it. <sighs> no, I will pay attention to you, jerks. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, yeah, um, besides Horizon Zero Dawn, I'll have more to say in the coming weeks ahead once i uh play more of it and finish it um can you play it wherever you want well if technically i mean if i bring my whole console or bring the game <laughs> to another person's house has a ps4 yeah yeah oh, that's not bad all right cool yeah. but what if that person doesn't have a tv then i can bring my tv could um, you play it on the moon that's that sounds um, super duper portable yeah yeah um could you play it in a spaceship I, I guess if the space station has a TV, could you play it in the air? I, I could su- you play it anywhere? <laughs> I suppose. I mean, Sans TV. Well, no, no, not, not there. We go. Way. There it is. It's only three hours in. You said right. So you still yeah. got a while to go. Yeah. 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 
what what errors when you go outside you can't play it anymore can you play it victor omoyo <laughs> uh omoyo <laughs> listen i had to dr seuss it okay calm down <laughs> whatever man no you, you never read sam i am sam, yeah i've read that okay then it's been a long time yeah you you don't look like you recognize what i was doing there well, it's been like what twenty five years since I read <laughs> Doctor Seuss. It's a classic. My daughter likes it. It's cool. It's a good book. It is. But uh, no, you can't play it anywhere. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll have more to say in the weeks ahead uh, mm-hmm. once I get through more of it. Um, I legitimately cannot wait to play that game. Yeah. In four K mm-hmm. HDR. Yeah. On the PS4 Pro. That's great. It's gonna be fantastic. Shut your mouth. I cannot wait. After Zelda, though, I I cannot pay attention to two games that big at yeah. one time, and my wife would be very unhappy. Mm, I can imagine. Yeah. Can you, Vic? Sure. Can you? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Besides that, I watched this uh, uh remarkable uh documentary series on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a uh, OJ Made in America. And it's uh, the this year is Oscar winner for best documentary feature, oh. uh, yeah, directed by Ezra Edelman. And the whole documentary uh, series is split in five parts, and in total, it's like seven hours and forty seven minutes long. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, all told, it's like what? It's like the longest Oscar winning film ever made. Jesus Christmas. Yeah, it beat out uh, War and Peace back in sixty seven. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. But uh, but this this is an excellent documentary. Like it it, it goes through um, O.J. Simpson's uh, life and career, and of course the uh-huh. infamous um, uh, murder trial of ninety four ninety five. And what it does is like it, it juxtaposes O.J.'s image versus the the racial and political uh, events uh, surrounding his life at the time. Like for example, and when he was uh, uh, in college, I think he was playing for um, I think USC. University of yes. Southern California. Yep. Like he became like the he was like so talented he became like the greatest running back in the history of college uh, football. Mm-hmm. And he won the Heisman. You know he won. Mm-hmm. One was a beast, man. Oh yeah, like he won the Heisman, and then uh, during the late '60s, which he was in his prime, you had the Muhammad Ali. You know, refused to fight in Vietnam. You had the Black Panther movement, the Civil Rights Movement, and all this. And it was interesting because uh, you had all those um, all those uh, events and individuals, uh, you know, fighting in the struggle, and then you had O.J. Simpson who consciously removed himself from all of that. Like he he refused to acknowledge himself as a symbol of you know black power or black struggles. Like, oh, I'm O.J. I just want to be known as O.J. the Greatest. Mm-hmm. And one scene that stood out to me early on in the film was where uh, O.J. and his teammates went to a bar. Um, after they won some big game, and they walked into this bar and they saw the, the this group of white women say, "Oh look, look hey, hey, there's OJ and he's hanging out with all those excuse my word niggers." Oh, and and then his one of his white teammates and his friends goes, "Yo, that's not cool. What's up with that?" And then OJ was like, "No, no, no, it's okay. Don't you understand? They didn't call me nigger. They call those other brothers niggers. They called me OJ. They know my name. I'm great." And then his friend goes, "That's when I realized OJ is fucked." <laughs> <laughs> and you and you realize that that's like a running theme throughout his life where mm-hmm. OJ tried to consciously remove himself from the black community and the black experience like he didn't want to burden himself with all that baggage and mm. then and then and then so he stood for nothing uh, he stood for himself 
and mm. you know and you know his own image you know being the great one of the great running backs in the buffalo bills mm. and all this and being a pretty good comedic actor in the naked gun movies love those movies yeah. that's where i knew oj from when it all went down yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh and like another common theme in his life is that oj was able to talk himself out of anything mm-hmm. even like trouble like he there was one point where he even stole his best friend's girl when he was like in high school <laughs> and his friend was cool with it they were mm-hmm. still lifelong friends damn the crazy thing about oj that i kind of didn't realize was he grew up around there yeah uh, went to high school there so he's a legend there and then back in the 90s, even before the L.A. Raiders and Rams left, uh, the Rams have since come back, the USC was like the professional football team of California, of Los Angeles. Yeah. Like they're still incredibly popular. Oh, yeah. Mm. The Coliseum fits like a 90,000 people. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. You could not tell from the Rams games last no, year. No. They actually, <laughs> they're like one of the, they, like you see a lot of empty seats, but because it's just so gigantic, right. they still have a really high uh, attendance rate. Yeah. Makes sense. And then, like, you get to, like, I think parts three and four talk about the actual trial. And when you watch the trial and you watch that unfold, there's no doubt in my mind that OJ did it. OJ got away <laughs> with murdering his wife and her friend, Ron Goldman. He got away with double murder. Mm. And I, mean, I, I think I think we all, at this point, we can oh. all admit oh, we knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was too young to have a dog in that fight when it went down mm-hmm. or any of that business. But even at that time, I'm like, Seems to me people know he did it. But yeah. every black person's like, he better I hope he gets off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 to that that's really it's really interesting because like OJ, like that whole trial was like of they were faced with like decades of like police brutality and for the black community at the hands of the LAPD. You had the Rodney King riots. You had one case where this uh, a teenage uh, black girl was shot in the back of the head by this Korean grocery store owner in full view of a security camera because she thought that that girl was robbing her, and and that Korean store owner got off. Wow. Did, didn't serve jail time. Mm. So that was just pissing people off. The thing about the Rodney King, King riots is that you have, if you've ever seen the video, it's vicious. Like they yeah. beat the tar out of him mm. and yep. they all got off as well. Yep. They were all acquitted, all four or five, something like that. Yep. Yeah. All of them got acquitted. And then you have this, uh, the, the jury, which comprised of like downtown LA residents, mostly uh, black women who you had an axe to grind against the LAPD and all the racial strength mm-hmm. that they had to go through. So it was a biased jury. And, and seeing and it's, and that part was like fascinating and also infuriating in it as hell because Johnny Cochran, he did such a masterful job of deflecting the fact that OJ was accused of double murder and made it and made OJ into this wronged civil rights symbol mm-hmm. that that um, that the black people of LA need to rally behind. Mm-hmm. Like the system is is wrong in this brother and you and we got to reunite. And 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 Mark Furman, he's a crooked cop. He might have planted the glove. And the whole thing about Mark Furman too is that yeah, he's not exactly a, a good guy. Yeah, he's a racist. That's a fact. He got on. He was on tape saying saying he likes to bash N words heads in, mm-hmm. but. Um, he was a racist, but I don't think he was a dirty cop. But the fact, but the fact was, when he kept pleading the fifth, even to the question where uh, I think Marsha Clark directly asked him, um, "Did you plant the glove uh, in in the crime scene?" And then, and then Mark Freeman could have said, "No, I don't. I don't plant evidence. I'm a I'm a I'm a good cop." He, but he but he said, "Yeah, I choose to plead the fifth. And then that's that's what immediately got in the jury's minds, like, "Oh, okay. So we got a racist white cop who's probably dirty. Mm. Okay, I see what how this is." And then when OJ was acquitted, 
It was like, what? <laughs> what? I mean, Johnny Cochran, man, like he did some voodoo where the Chewbacca defense, the, the Chewbacca defense, essentially where <laughs> he, where he managed to, for, he managed to make the jury and, and the and the and Los Angeles forget that this dude killed his wife and mm. her friend and made him a wrong symbol of civil rights, even though OJ doesn't give a shit about the black community. Yeah. And then when OJ got off. Then all of a sudden, he was he started to ingratiate himself, and it was so transparent. He was starting to ingratiate himself with the black community, talking about, "Oh, let's go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles." And one of his one of his friends was like, "You know damn well you never spent you never set foot in Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles." <laughs> he needs and, to pay the piper. Yeah. Oh, OJ. And, and 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 then like there was and there was one part too where um, I think his friend and agent Mike Gilbert. Like this was like days after the trial. Like they were sitting in the back in OJ's backyard. They were drinking, smoking some weed, and then OJ turned to his friend Mike and he goes, "Let me ask you something. Do you honestly do you honestly think that I killed killed my wife? Do you honestly think I did it?" And his and his friend Mike Gilbert said, "You know what? To be honest, man, I kind of think you did." And then OJ was like, "Yeah, well, if Nicole didn't answer that door carrying that knife, she would have still been alive." What? <laughs> That was in the documentary. Yup. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, and I mean OJ. OJ's proven himself not to be the smartest fellow around. Like it's kind of like even after directly after the trial, you kind of like there were just suspect things. I remember that kind of yeah. happened, and like the 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 civil suit that the family filed against him. Like there was yep. evidence that kind of proved that he did it. Yeah. In that he lost. Oh, he lost like, the civil wait, suit. What the hell? Yes, he he won the criminal trial right, but right. he lost a civil suit right. and he owed them like 20 million dollars which i don't think he's ever paid back <laughs> yeah. and then he tried to write a book yeah. called if i did if it i did it yeah. <laughs> yeah like oh i didn't do it but if i did here's how i would have hypothetically murdered right. my wife it's the exact uh, same scenario god <laughs> and then oj he's in jail for some dumb shit yep, yep. sure is yeah. a memorabilia business yes. yeah. yeah because but, in like the people he held up i think with a gun it was yeah. kidnapping, which is a felony. Yeah. Yep. Although he might be getting out in October. Yep. On I, parole. Yeah, this year he might be out. Wow. And like like he's serving a 33-year sentence. He served 10 years of that. And if he gets out, watch his dumbass go right back to prison <laughs> at some point. It's like you dodged one bullet. Uh, you dodged the biggest. You dodged a bullet bill. The big kind. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you fucked it up. Oh my god! Yeah, and uh, man, there's, yeah. there's there's just a lot that to get into the documentary. But yo, I highly recommend checking out OJ Made in America. Like it's fascinating, and like even though it's a long documentary, you still want to watch more because it's so captivating. Mm. And it's on Hulu, and and it's, and it's split into three parts and three chunks. So like parts one and two are one three hour block, mm-hmm. then three and four are, are three. That's hours, crazy. And then part five is ninety minutes. That's wild. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. funny that you uh, you just watch that because uh, Jess and I have been watching uh, American Crime Story: The People yeah. versus O.J. Simpson. Yep. Yeah, I he, heard that's actually better than the documentary from everything I've read. It is really good. Saying that the show mm-hmm. was just a better produced mm-hmm. and better way to tell the story than yeah. the documentary did. You can tell it's like uh, more on the entertainment side. You know, yeah. FX was a miniseries. Um, I do like me that Cuba Gooding Jr. He's a good actor. It's yes. funny. It's funny because he's the one guy. I'm like, he's not. He doesn't strike me as OJ. <laughs> he like, looks nothing like. No, him. he does not look mm-hmm. anything like him. He's smaller. He's shorter, which is funny because he played a football. He won a Oscar for playing a football character in Jerry Maguire. But I do not picture him as being a football player. Yeah. Um, yeah. He is a lot smaller. He's a couple inches shorter. Probably a lot, a lot lighter. And Cuba, he's just so. He seems like such a nice guy. <laughs> but it's funny because James Cameron thought about casting O.J. Simpson as the Terminator 
but he said he was too nice. Wow. <laughs> that's yeah. weird. Yep. That's <laughs> that is, Yeah. Yeah. He didn't think people would believe it. Um, but it is, it is a really good documentary. We're on episode uh, six right now. I would have thought about checking that out, Vic, mm. yep. but... I, I canceled my Hulu subscription because I never used it. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> well, the uh, the American Crime Story is on Netflix, so you can catch that. It's all there. Um, I'll check that out. It's excellent. It's it's funny because watching the first few episodes, all we can think was, how did he get off? <laughs> how? Oh, so man. more episodes to come, obviously, with more you know crazy shit. But that mm. documentary sounds really interesting. It's really long, oh, but yeah. the the acting is superb in this. It's really interesting learning about the unknown Kardashian. Rob Kardashian, mm-hmm. um, and you know the guy that plays Johnny Cochran. He looks just like him. He sounds just like him. Did a great job. Hmm. And John Travolta is pretty good too. He's kind of a crazy guy. He's like the lead attorney, Rob oh, Shapiro. Yep. Yeah. Um, nice. It's an excellent so far, uh, and I think it's the first thing that I've watched since Stranger Things, like an actual you know start to finish. So oh, it's, wow. so far it's it's excellent and it's cra- it's crazy. It's OJ's is back in the and back in the news, and then the gentleman. Um, he won an uh, pro- Emmy for that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that plays the prosecuting lawyer, Dur- what was his name uh, again? Chris Darden. Chris Darden, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the actor's name. Sterling Brown? I think so. Yeah, yeah, he just won an Emmy for that. So, yeah, they're all winning awards. Mm-hmm. So hop on that OJ train. <laughs> yeah. Freaking OJ. The juice is loose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, anything else, Vic? Um, well, there's a movie that Aris and I saw, mm-hmm. uh, Logan. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yep. That that the, that movie really deserves its own standalone episode, and I'm I'm yeah. really like, I am disheartened that it comes out at the same time as like all this big video game news that's come <laughs> that's come out, especially the Switch, because that deserves like a good deep dive. We could always mm-hmm. table it for next week. What? Are it's you a, gonna see it? Yeah, I'll see it. All right, all done. Right. All right, perfect. Logan's great because Carl Burton's on as well. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Logan's great, everyone. If you just we'll we'll keep it at that. We can give some general thoughts. And I I really loved it. I thought that it was um Hugh Jackman's best turn mm-hmm. as uh, Logan slash Wolverine slash James Howlett. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was just uh, it, it subverted a lot of my expectations um for for what that movie was was going to be. And mm-hmm. the X twenty three character, like I tried to avoid a lot of um the the pre-release stuff um i only saw i think the first two trailers and and i tried to avoid basically any information about the movie and i was pleasantly surprised at sort of the the role that um x23 uh and and a couple of the other sort of lesser uh characters that were not shown off as much in the trailers or the marketing materials playing that movie that really sort of uh sticks with you but we we can like i said we can deep dive uh next week into that oh cool. yeah initial thoughts Vic? yeah just uh Definitely, in my view, the best of the X Men films. And, wow! Oh, um, damn! Yeah, and this is from a, a franchise that the quality varies greatly from mm. film to film. Oh, yeah! And uh, like, uh, it's it's a, it's a testament to both Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart that you've seen these, you've yeah. seen them like play these characters for like seventeen years, but they still brought something new. And like, mm-hmm. these are like, in my view, like awards worthy performances. That's how good they were. Wow! And. Yeah. And man, like I love the fact that it's uh, like a more like a Western, mm-hmm. like a modern Western. If, if this had come out last year, I would have rallied for uh, Patrick Stewart as a best supporting actor. Yeah, straight up, absolutely. <laughs> he was that good in this movie as <laughs> Professor X. It was it was crazy. It was really freaking good. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't. It was a superhero movie, but it was more of a down to earth superhero movie. Yeah, I'd say like it's like mm-hmm. uh, like uh, the Marvel version of. 
or equivalent of the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, we can. That, that's that's a, a fair comparison. It's more grounded mm. than that. Like you, you can definitely tell that they sort of went really out of their way to you know keep it grounded and not try to go a lot towards the fantastical and and you know sort of the the more mutiny superhero-y elements of of the genre. So they they tried to make it you know like a. They, it was the, the superhero stuff felt like it was sort of on the fringes and it was very much on purpose and it felt really deliberate and really well done. Nice. It brought something to the table that uh, you haven't seen um, out of a lot of the superhero movies. Pretty much all of them. Like yeah. it, it's not in your face, and I, I kind of really dug that about that movie. Mm. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, did you get up to anything else, Eris, before outside of the Zelda and Switch discussion before we get into the news? I mean, for the last week, it's pretty much been that. Um, but I've been gone for so long. So really, like, what what can I keep it to to keep it short? So um, two things. Let me, let me keep it to two things. Uh, one quick and one that uh, you mentioned last week, actually. So I, I did want to say a thing or two um, about uh, uh, Taboo. Uh, so first off, um, par- partly the reason I uh, canceled my Hulu subscription, um, one, because I really wasn't using it all that much. Uh, once the uh, anime season from like last winter ended, um, there wasn't really anything that they added that kept me coming back to, to the service and none of the new TV really uh, enticed me to, to stay on. But the other reason that I canceled is because, uh, the company behind, uh, Crunchyroll, the parent company of Crunchyroll rolled out a new subscription service called Verve, uh, VRV Mm -hmm. is how they spell it. Uh, and it basically rolls, uh, into one service, a bunch of different, um, anime, uh, video game and nerd culture centric, uh, channels like online channels for one low price. So um, a regular Crunchyroll subscription is seven ninety nine, and for a couple bucks more, um, for nine ninety nine, you get Verve, and Verve has Crunchyroll, which is the they have the biggest. Uh, library of subtitled anime on the internet mm-hmm. and uh, Funimation which has oh, the yeah. largest library of dubbed anime mm-hmm. so you get you know the best of both worlds and then you also get a bunch of uh, other uh, services rolled in there um, like Rooster Teeth which uh, you know a lot of people might know from like their, their work with the Halo like that yeah. weird Halo miniseries and whatnot yep. um, Cartoon Hangover which has like a bunch of uh, like indie animated shows in there um, Nerdist which has shows about like yep. um tabletop stuff CISO's on there yeah. so they have the uh, my brother my brother and yeah. me show um CISO is not included in the 999 premium plan Aww. though that you have to pay like an extra two bucks i want to watch harden's quest for that <laughs> they do the um, D stuff that's pretty good but uh so so far like i did the the one week trial and uh i liked it um and I ended up, I canceled Hulu, I got a subscription to uh, Verve, and I canceled my Crunchyroll. And the nice thing is that um, Crunchyroll and Verve actually tie into each other. They're owned by the same company. So your logins from Verve will work um, if you link your accounts with Crunchyroll. So you still get all your premium benefits on the standalone Crunchyroll stuff. So if you want to read manga with the Crunchyroll manga app, you're free to do oh, that. Wow. And because you still have all, it's like you are have you paid your standalone Crunchyroll sub, but you get 
have Verve, and for three extra dollars, you get everything else, which is really nice. So I highly recommend that. There's a lot of stuff on there. Dragon Ball Super, I'm back on that. Um, and just a bunch of other stuff, like Funimation has a lot of really good um, dubbed uh, anime in there. Uh, classics as well as some some new stuff, which is really really cool. So uh, nice. I highly recommend that. Check that out, um, anime peeps. For the most part, it's all about that that anime. Really, that's what brings you to the table there, because you save money from having to get a Crunchyroll and Funimation sub. Um, but all the other stuff, actually, I've been checking out, and it's pretty cool. Nice. The other thing that I wanted to mention is Taboo, as I said, mm-hmm. and uh, that show is. So good. It's uh, my boy, Tom Hardy, who I love uh, as an actor. And uh, he just takes a turn as a uh, just a fantastic character. Um, he plays James Keziah Delaney in this show. It takes place in 1800s uh, England. Uh, so James has come back uh, to England from a uh, extended uh, stay uh, in Africa, not of his choosing mm-hmm. and he shows up for his father's funeral uh and uh from there uh it gets into uh basically his father has died and there's a question of his inheritance um his father had a uh, shipping company uh that was tied into the east india company and there was a plot of land back in america uh that he had uh he had basically uh negotiated with the native americans here uh and he now owned which the east india company wants um to to get for them because it would then tie into like negotiations um between uh the the england the u.s and canada and uh basically the route to china would Mm. go through there and then this becomes like a big uh you know political legal intrigue situation and a lot of shady behind the scenes uh you know corporate 1800s england dealings <laughs> um with this uh sinister undertone of black magic or voodoo Ooh. from africa oh. and tom hardy just plays such a badass in this show he's just got that like swaggering tom hardy like badass walk that i haven't really seen um too much of since like his turn as bane where he you could you just feel like he could fuck anyone up at any moment and he's just a crazy person and he might know voodoo (laughs) (laughs) uh so um it it, i don't want to i don't want to say this you know and, and, and have it sound like I'm being uh, facetious of taking this too lightly, but if you like Game of Thrones, I feel like you really enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's got some elements uh, of, of Game of Thrones, and it's got a lot of actors from Game of Thrones, um, actually, mm-hmm. matter of fact. Political uh, so intrigue, there's, there's family political people. intrigue. Yes, yeah, so a lot of family stuff, some political intrigue, inheritance, and, and, and all of that stuff. Um, a lot of disputes over land and... and some crazy magic undertones <laughs> that are not really like overtly um, shown on the show. So um, it is a, it's actually a co-production between FX and the BBC and uh, it's really well cast. It's really well acted and Tom Hardy's the man and it's just, it's a really fantastic show. It's, it's a really, it's a short season too. So I think it's only eight episodes. I love those. So it's a quick watch. 22 episodes is way too much for a television uh, show. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So this is like, it, it's the perfect length. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Every episode is awesome and something like really cool happens. Yeah. And then it's done. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. <laughs> now I want more. <laughs> that was awesome. Not 22 episodes where they have like a 
filler episode in the middle where they're like trying to save the environment or some bullshit yeah, like that. So I'm, I'm really hoping it's not a one-off. Yeah. I cool. hope that it gets renewed for season two and, and they bring it back because it was really, really enjoyable. Nice. It's been getting good so, reviews. Not Darren. Check that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like Vic, Vic would enjoy this show. I feel like Vic would really enjoy it. And it's airing yeah. on FX? It is. Uh, well, it's done now. The done. season's okay. over. So you can catch it online on some streaming services. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. So before we get to our, our, our big topic here today, Vic, do you want to lead us through the headlines? Sure. News and notes of the world. Yep. Got some news that you can use. Uh, first first headline, uh, the X-Force movie will star the characters Deadpool and Cable. Mm. Yes. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is co-writing the screenplay. As it should. Yep. And uh, David I don't know about that writing the screenplay thing, but starring Deadpool and, and Cable, I'm all about that. Oh, yeah. And uh, David Harbour, who's in Stranger Things, he was reportedly screen tested for the role of Cable. So, it's an interesting choice. I don't like it. I don't like that either. He's too pudgy. He is kind of pudgy. He's a pudge man. He could, he could, he could, he could shut the wig. It's like if I was cast as Cable. <laughs> he could shut the wig. People do that. Uh, I don't like it. He's, he's pudgy. That's <laughs> CGI. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. I mean, I liked him. I, know, I liked him man. in Stranger Things. Yeah, he was all right. I, I feel like he's too. And, and I guess you, you could say that this would be a positive or sort or cable like, but he's very wooden in his acting, mm. which I'm not a huge fan of. Like, I guess he's sort of like a military one note type dude, but I kind of want a person that can react to like Deadpool's craziness and whatnot. I don't know if that yeah. guy is. It, yeah, because even, even even if it's a subtle reaction, yeah. you know what I mean. Even when they're talking about the possible possibility of the guy from Friday Night Lights, he's like, he's too small. Yeah, he's so enjo- you know, like uh, Kevin Kyle, Nash, Kyle Chandler. Yeah, no, Kevin. he's too big. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, you know what I what I liked. Uh, Russell Crowe has been sort of like mentioned. Yeah, the a- creator of uh, of Cable actually reached out to him on Twitter. Oh, really? <laughs> he said that he should read for the part. Oh, and, uh, Russell Crowe replied like, "Read, get out of here, <laughs> Russell Crowe, bro." <laughs> has he won an Academy Award? Yeah, he has. Did he win for Gladiator? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does a three for shit. <laughs> he does whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, the, the comic book uh, writer did apologize to him, yeah. and Russell Crowe is very cool about it. And he like he, <laughs> he was tweeting him like fan art of him as Cable and stuff. That's like hilarious. That. He was just like, nice. if Ryan Reynolds wants to make that happen, he knows how to reach me. Well, so, uh, real quick, Eris, uh, before we move on, X-Force, because we didn't do a very good job last week of describing it. Mm-hmm. Quick and dirty, what exactly is X-Force? It is the uh, Wetworks operation of the X-Men universe. Mm-hmm. It is a bunch of mutants who are not afraid to get their hands yeah, dirty yeah. and kill some bastards. So we did it okay. We did like, if need be. Suicide squatting. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Wolverine's been a staple of that for mm-hmm. a couple of different iterations of the team. I think the most famous or most recent like popular one was Wolverine, Deadpool, uh Phantom X, um what's her face? She she was in the stupid uh Psylocke was yeah. in that one. Oh, yeah. And uh a- Angel, but like cool. um Apocalypse Angel. Yep. Archangel? And, huh? Archangel? Yeah, yeah, that that version of him, but it was like it was he was like a tor- tormented soul because of the whole apocalypse sure. stuff, and it was it was pretty cool. Like it. Okay. So, very good. I, I'd recommend that comic. Nice. Cool. Hey, what about Pierce Brosnan's Cable? Oh, I kind of <laughs> like me some Pierce Brosnan, man. I do the Pierce Brosnan, but he's not thick enough. I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting choice. To yeah. I mean, I love Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Listen, I'm tired of this. Fuck it. Just cast Vin Diesel. Let's get this moving. <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> Turn into Fast and Furious meets Deadpool and shit. Nah. What, bro? You, 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 you don't want to see Cable 
riding a sports luxury vehicle through a skyscraper. He's from the future. <laughs> the future. That thing will be hovering. And also, I don't think Vin Diesel's Guardians of the Galaxy contract will allow him to do a Fox Studios play. Yeah. Screenplay. Well, damn. All right, mm, then. Fuck yeah. it. Cast the rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Why no, not? he's Shazam. Whatever. But he's a, but he's, he's a son he's of Shazam. Jean Grey and Cyclops, though. Huh? But Cable's the son of Cyclops and Jean Grey, so how do you explain the rock as Cable? Listen, bro, he's from the future, future okay? <laughs> That's... It's freaking time travel. How do you explain any of that? <laughs> time X-Men. travel turns into a Samoan, Vic. Right. That's legit. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, who knows what the genes look like 200 years from now? Everyone's going to be freaking the same color. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can buy that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Science. Okay. <laughs> Listen, he's the uh, son of Jean Grey and um, what's that What's that dude's name with the M on his over his eye? Bishop. Yeah. There you go. Okay. There. <laughs> there, there, done, solved, done. Although I will say, I will say before we, before we continue, with the with the um, wait, just 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 to clear this up, Jean Grey is the important one in that match. Yeah, like Cyclops, he's he's just a sperm donor. Get out of here. Right, they'd yeah, have to. They really just, don't matter. They'd have to describe <laughs> that better because I'm pretty sure in the current iteration of the X Men timeline, Cable isn't even a possibility. Like, how would he even be part with? It's weird. That's a good point. The X Men timeline is fucked. Yeah, that thing is. Like I've said before, belief. if X-Men Apocalypse took place in the 90s, Cyclops and Jean Grey would be 60 years old right now. <laughs> so, fuck you. Yeah. 20th Century Whatever. Fox. That's all. They retconned all of those first three original X-Men <laughs> movies pretty much at this point. Mm. I just consider those like, that never happened. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, moving on. Except uh, they directly referenced the first one in Logan. <laughs> well, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Well, well, if you remember in Days of Future Past, he remembers both timelines. Oh, does he really? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, he's the only one that remembers the original timeline. Yeah. Oh, crap. Weird. Okay. I'm pretty I think... Him and Professor X, actually. Yeah. I think it really only wrecked on Last Stand. Let's just go with that. Yeah. That was a really shitty one. Yeah. Sure. All right, well, yeah. Fair enough. Who fucking knows? Time travel, Deadpool. Man. Yeah, right? Seriously, Cable could be from... Yeah, exactly. Time travel. Cable's a Samoan. Professor X remembers both timelines. Fuck it. Yeah. Wait, Professor... Oh, yeah. Professor X remember too. That is right. Because, yeah. yeah, Wolverine and well, Professor X, too, that at the very end, they like winked at each other. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Welcome back. Yeah. Isn't isn't this great? I'm yeah. really looking forward to X Force, by the way. Yeah. Nice. And I'm like, did you you I thought you had something to say, something to add, before Red sort of brought us back with nope. the Jean Grey and Cyclops sperm doning thing. I don't think so. All right, cool. All right, cool. They yeah. fucked up Cyclops. Time travel. Yeah. yeah. I love Cyclops. Time. I love sucks. I love time travel. Mm-hmm. So I, if it's time travel, then I'm all aboard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to. It's, right. It's cable. It's cable. Yeah. I know. Uh, so I'm all in. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Vic. We are really, we are really messing up your uh, news reading. I haven't been here in a while. Sorry, <laughs> man. Uh, uh, in other news, uh, Warner Brothers, they are open to make R-rated DCEU films. Uh, the studio has been inspired by the success of Fox's Logan and Deadpool. Mm. And WB is 100% open to make R-rated films with the right characters, although there is no official word on who those characters might be. Uh, most likely characters could be Lobo, Suicide Squad for Part 2, or even Aquaman and Black Adam. Mm. So, Warner Brothers does the thing they usually do, and they just react to other people doing successful things and not doing it first. Yeah. And they're doing it mm-hmm. shittily. Mm-hmm. Doing a shitty shit job, because they're shit. Fuck them. And also, Damn. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is Shazam, so he can't be Cable. <laughs> he's, he's Black Adam. Black Adam, okay, that's right, that's right. Yeah. He's in the Shazam movie, but he's playing Black Adam. Right, right. Mm. 
You can make Aquaman rated R, turn it into like Jaws or Piranha. Hey, sure. But Just, isn't that movie being filmed? Yeah. What <laughs> movie? Aquaman. Aquaman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to, just to put this out there, Lobo is a really stupid, dumb character. Oh, you don't like Lobo? And I love him so much. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch a fucking Lobo movie so fast. Yeah, cast Scott Atkins <laughs> in that role. <laughs> oh, he'd be perfect. Yep, there you go. He yeah. Needs, he needs the work. The stupidest character ever. Like, he doesn't really need much acting, really. Mm. He's just kind of a big, strong idiot. Cool. <laughs> that sounds about right. He plays a guitar, I think, too, right? <laughs> no, no. It's like a... He's, he's like a... 80s version of a badass like he rides a space harley and shit no, that's right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. he's Fox got a hook man. for a weapon on a chain sound familiar it does <laughs> it does <laughs> that's cool. god if they only just gave roadhog a lobo skin oh that'd be so cool <laughs> that'd be really awesome <laughs> i get down for that make that happen blizzard uh other news uh jason momoa he was cat he's to star in the just cause movie Another video game based movie coming out soon. Meh, we know that's gonna suck. Move on. Well, I mean, I mean, it might break the video game curse. I am over Jason Momoa, quite honestly. Yeah, I was over him when he died on Game of Thrones season one, mm. and I've heard he's a douche. So yeah, mm. Mm. cool. I could not care less about a Just Cause movie. <laughs> yeah. Have you played the games? By no. No. I've heard good things. Everything explodes, right? I've yeah. played the first and second one briefly. Mm. They they were good games mechanically. They were fun. Mm. I would not say the story of those games is anything to write home about, though. Yeah, it is one of the few games featuring a Latino main character, though. Oh yeah, and of course they cast Jason Momoa. So oh yeah, it makes total <laughs> sense. Thanks Hollywood. So he's gonna play Rico Rodriguez. <laughs> well, what is Jason Momoa? Is he not Hispanic? Oh, no, yes, I understand that. Samoan, right? Yes, I yeah, is he also Samoan? Yeah. I believe so. That's why he's not a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another uh, video game movie-based news. This one might be good. Uh, Donnie Yen is going to star in the Sleeping Dogs adaptation. I oh, love me some Donnie Yen. Yeah. I don't know what Sleeping Dogs... Why would you even attach that in, like that franchise to anything? Who cares? Have you played Sleeping Dogs? Yes. It's a fun game. It is. It's a super fun game. But realistically, can you not just see Donnie Yen starring in random Hong Kong cop action movie? That's a real stretch from though. And not called. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? <laughs> it's just like Donnie Yen starring in Donnie Yen movie. Yep. <laughs> just be glad they didn't cast like Brad Pitt or something. Like true. Did you guys just be true, happy? That's a good point. Did you guys be freaking happy? Mm-hmm. I just hey man, listen. I just I just want them to bust down doors, okay? Sure. Why, why just make the same old shit? And slap some like B tier video game franchise on so top of it. So is it? I love me some Donnie Yen. Okay, listen. I enjoyed his turn as Jedi Believer Man in uh, in, in. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's what Donnie I Yen no is. Idea. Yeah, he's he's the guy in Rogue One who's mm-hmm. always like the Force is. Uh, I'm with the Force. I'm with the Force. Force with me. me. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's Donnie Yen. Cool. He's like a like. Is he a martial Hong artist? Hong Kong, yeah. He's a, gotcha. he's a Hong Kong like movie superstar. He's he's like a tear down from Jackie Chan, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jackie Chan. He's got Donnie Yen's got classics. Cool. Straight oh, classics. Really? Oh yeah. I'll he's, check he's this out. He's really good. Nice. Oh yeah. It man, check it out. Oh, that's him. Yeah. yeah. So that's, okay. That's yeah, a more yeah. recent one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nice. And uh, lastly, there's a well, not lastly, there's another 
headline after this, but there's been new gameplay footage footage released of Middle Earth Shadow of War coming mm. out this August. Mm, I can't wait for that. Mm, I, didn't, I didn't get to finish the whole thing, but it looked, what I, I saw like the first three, four minutes of that mm. gameplay footage, and it looked so good. It was 16 yeah. minutes. It was awesome. Yeah. It looks so good. I need to watch that. They're expanding on the nemesis and... Oh, it just looks so good. Yep. Uh, Italian's still the protagonist. You yep. get to command an army of orcs. You can raid strongholds and ride dragons. Hey. That's, that's interesting because Maug from The Hobbit was the last dragon in Middle Earth. So, mm. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Oh. Wait. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, so I don't know how they're going to do that unless they mean like the thing, the Nazgul, but we'll see. Again, who hmm. knows? Like we talked about last week, like the canon stuff, who freaking knows? Yep. Maybe because Mordor is like, it is, Mordor is huge, you know? They, in the movies, you just see the tower, you don't realize there's way more beyond it. So this, mm-hmm. be, this will actually make sense as to why they're kind of barren in the movies. Like maybe Italian did stuff behind the scenes. So I'm looking forward to it. Gameplay looked awesome. That's the first Xbox game I played. I played the shit out of it. So I'll play the shit out of this one. Yeah. <laughs> I still got to finish Shadow of Mordor. Yep. So good stuff. Mm. And uh, last headline, sports related. Um, the Patriots made some football trade for one football guy of theirs for another football guy. Who the fuck cares? Let's talk about the switch. Uh, I mean, I care. I was very. I was actually excited. I don't think a lot of people would be excited for that trade, but I really like the player that we traded for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Who who traded for who? What we traded for? Uh, Indianapolis Colts tight end Dwayne Allen. Oh, nice. Who I have been a big fan of since he was drafted over there. Awesome. He's a really good blocker. He is. Mm. He's also a halfway decent pass catcher, as a mm. matter of fact. Especially he'll, he'll catch a touchdown or two here. Yeah, and Tom Brady's throwing you the ball. Oh my God, he's going to be so fucking good. Oh my <laughs> God, Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, also, yeah. most importantly, mm-hmm. we uh, we keep our black tight end quota in check. <laughs> Goddamn Patriots fans. That's right. That's right. And uh, pour one out for Tony Romo and Carl uh, Bird. His boy has been is being released tomorrow. Sorry, Carl. <laughs> Coral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am sad to see Martellus Bennett go, though. That sucks. Yeah, he's gonna get paid, though. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. paid, young man. Get paid. I always love to see a brother get paid. Oh yeah. Yeah, me too. Even yeah. on an overrated team like the Pats. So let's talk about the. Uh, They're Nintendo perfectly rated. We've They're won world five chips. Super Bowls. Listen, listen. If you win seven Super Bowls, <laughs> then you can have a seat at the table. So right. until then, all right. shut up. All right, there, Coral. Okay, sure. So I was just curious. I'm just curious. When you're the defending world champions, mm-hmm. aren't you perfectly rated? <laughs> Pretty much, right? That's what I'm saying. You you're can't rated. be overrated when you won five fucking Super Bowls. Yeah, well, break the break the Steelers record and then talk to me. <sighs> Okay, we will. <laughs> <laughs> so the we've, big, got, we've got a couple good Tom Brady years left. Yeah, yeah. I hope Tom Brady snaps his rotator cuff in the first game of the next season. That's what I hope. I don't think you can tear it. You can rip it. What? Why are you so hateful, man? Because I'm dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> you need that new uh, TB12 uh, food delivery service they just announced. You'll feel a lot better. Seventy six bucks for a box. Jesus. Ship right to like Blue Apron. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Six dollars for one box. Yeah, it's like thir- it's like uh, thirteen dollars per plate. Hmm. I believe Blue Ribbon's like ten dollars per plate, so it's not that much. And it's all the good stuff, you know, the stuff that TB twelve eats. Hmm. Are they organic? Probably. No tomatoes. Too inflammatory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much. You know, I probably got some quinoa in there. Maybe oh yeah, some, it is. Maybe there's a shit ton of quinoa. Farro. 
I think you have to just like dump it out as quinoa. Quinoa just piles out. <laughs> it's right. a pile of quinoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So the uh, the big the big news that dropped uh, last week the official um, release of the new console in the gaming world, the new Nintendo Switch. Um, I'm not even sure what generation of consoles we're on anymore. To be honest with you, I'm not sure if this is still with. Just we stopped tracking. Yeah, yeah, ago. yeah. It's fine. So Nintendo has been doing their own thing. They're not, you know, they're not in the horsepower race like uh, the Microsoft and Sony are in right now. Yeah. But they released their console um, along with it. it re- they released Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild as their flagship game. No Mario this this go around. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think when the Wii U shipped, they shipped any big AAA. Uh, of one of their flagship guys, Mario, Zelda, Metroid. So already a step in the right direction. Um, unfortunately, that's really the only game they kind of released it with. There is a, some other release titles which we've gone over in the past. But Eris, it appears that Zelda is just enough to hold people over for a while. Let's just get this out of the way. Mm. Zelda is the best release date game ever put out with any single console in the history of ever. Oh my god. Straight up. Better than Mario 64? Yes. Straight up. Super Mario World? Yes. Oh, my God. Better than Super Mario Brothers? Oh, my God. Better than all of them. Oh, my God. (laughs) It has supplanted Ocarina of Time as the best Zelda game ever made. It's true. The jury's still out on that one. It is true. (laughs) I haven't played as much as I have not beaten it, but I have played enough to know. How many hours have you played? Oh, God. It's got to be way above 10 at this point. Oh, my God. I haven't played that many. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's slim pickings compared to, you know, how some people have played, but I've got a good chunk of time in there. I'm probably a good 15 in at this point, and it's, uh, it's, it's been excellent. Yeah. It's just been so excellent. Cool. The best game I've ever bought with a console on launch. That's great. Mm. I'm happy for you. I mean, I really, I really, really loved Sonic Adventure, bro. I really loved Sonic Did you? Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Dreamcast. <laughs> you sweet soul. Um, I am really enjoying it so far. My f- so the Switch. For, let's start with the Switch. Okay, the Switch sure. the console. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's awesome. Mm. I think it's really great. I th- it it feels good. It unboxed really well. I was very excited uh, when I was unboxing it and plugging it in. Uh, Jess said it was the happiest she's seen me since she um, t- said she would go out with me. <laughs> I may have been a Aww, little. That's may, so sweet. It was, but I may have been a little bit happier this time. <laughs> just, just a hair. I mean, yeah, you didn't know what you were going to get at that time. You didn't right. know how it was going to go. Right. You knew how I this knew, was going to yes, go. Exactly. You knew exactly yeah. how it was going to go. Yeah. Back then, I was like, she could be fucking crazy. Right. <laughs> Right. But this stuff, I was like, this is going to be fucking dope. <laughs> Out of the gate. I knew it. So I had a, I had a great time. Oh, man. Just even like, uh, with, so with the Switch, just connecting it, plugging it in, you start off as, you know, with the the, the handheld part of it. I mean, is that what we're calling it? Handheld? Yeah, handheld you, mode. You just like follow the steps. Like, okay, now slide it in real slow like, and you see it come up on the TV. Oh, my God. It just came out. It's just so awesome. It's so awesome. You can take those little Joy-Cons out. Yeah. It Ugh. works exactly as they said yeah. it should from the switching perspective. Like, the, the switching to and out of TV mode yep. works flawlessly. It is seamless. It's crazy, yeah. It's like some fucking voodoo magic they worked <laughs> on that. It really is crazy. Like, And I know we've... And so... That part's really cool. Like, I, I played a little bit in, in bed, not only like five, ten minutes, but... Temper, you know, you think to yourself like, "Oh, I can I hold this forever? Can is it too heavy? Is it too like lightweight?" It it's great. 
it's not too heavy. Um, the game but, looks but great. It feels sturdy though. Yeah, like, it doesn't feel flimsy. Yeah, because someone's gonna drop that that guy. Someone's gonna drop it. Obviously, people already have, I'm sure. But it seems it seems solid enough where it'll survive. Like yours, when before we started recording, it kind of fell uh, off the thing. Even that's like, oh no. You know, it's only falling like a few inches, but you never know with that stuff. Right. Um, but it is definitely a very solid system. It is way smaller than you'd expect. Yes. It is tiny. Well, without the Joy-Cons. With the Joy-Cons, is it feels yeah. like It's big. wider. Yeah. Yeah. It feels it's, w- it's half the size of the original PS4 and uh, Xbox, probably even more so. Um, but yeah, without the Joy-Cons, it's even tinier. Um, I was not a big fan of the Joy-Con controller scheme. It's a little difficult. They kind of make you get that pro controller. Uh, not make you, but if you're gonna no, play for literally a while. make you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll true. Go in, I'll go yeah. into that. So when you had some you're issues yourself. Uh, but that's the only downside right now that I'm seeing. Um, I can see myself playing this console down the road. Like I don't feel like it's gonna get abandoned like the the Wii U. It just needs games at this point. But Zelda, yeah. I think I feel like when they re- they're like Zelda's gonna be the only big game on release. I think they knew that would really keep people's attention for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it kind of worked out pretty well. Um, but yeah, I definitely look forward to playing that for a while and we'll get more into Zelda, but everything for me worked flawlessly out of the box. Joy-Cons, no connectivity issues. The upgrade happened immediately. Um, everything was great. It worked out really well. Uh, Eris, I know you had some issues on your unboxing. So this is the, the, the cool thing about this show is that we've sort of run through the gamut of the Switch launch experience. (laughs) (laughs) Before I even get into mine, like, why don't you go over your issue? Oh, well... (laughs) Take us us through this process of of what happened from your... The the top of the mountain, as Mm -hmm. excited as you were to get this thing... Yeah. ...to when you finally got it. Well, funny you should mention. Uh, Let's see. So, two-day... So, as we all know, I'm a big Amazon fan. Amazon Prime, to be exact. Uh, Two-day shipping. Guaranteed release date, mm-hmm. um, arrival. Guaranteed. So, guaranteed. Stamped. Funny what that word <laughs> seems to mean. Um, so, two-day delivery. As everyone knows, well, I'm not sure if everyone does know, but Amazon, this is my own assumption, they they also do AWS, Amazon uh, Web uh, Services. Mm-hmm. So, they host a lot of websites, a lot, going up every day. Last Tuesday, they had someone in their Virginia office, the East Coast, essentially, fat finger a command, and he took down... A lot of the internet because of what he did. The East Coast. So there were a lot of websites you couldn't get to. Twitter being one of them. And people were really mad when that goes down. So um, they brought that back up. I am assuming that that caused some sort of issues because it was Tuesday. Wednesday was the day it needed to ship for the two-day shipping. Wednesday or Thursday. Because Wednesday, Amazon changed it to their distribution center in New Jersey preparing to ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. It then proceeded to say preparing to ship for 72 hours. <laughs> I don't know what it was doing. What it was doing. So Friday, I was working from home, prepared myself, got myself all lubed up, uh, expecting the arrival of my Nintendo Switch in Legend mm-hmm. of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Master Edition. Or no, Special Edition, excuse me. Um, and it kept kidding, saying preparing to ship, preparing to ship, preparing to ship, preparing to ship. I'm pretty sure Eris, yours shipped Thursday night. Yes. And I was like, that motherfucker's going to get his tomorrow. I'm not. <laughs> and it still said, the worst part is it still said, Expected arrival 8 p.m. by Friday. Mm-hmm. So I talked to, I called Amazon customer support five times. I talked to five different Indian people and they all sent me in different directions. They all told me different stories. And then I finally talked to someone in the chat and they're like, oh, I found, like, immediately, oh, I found the error and I fixed it. You're good. You're going to get it within 24 hours or it's going to ship within 24 hours. I'm like, what did you fix? They wouldn't tell me. 
But I fucking knew. I knew Amazon. Just be honest with me, motherfucker. <laughs> and then I kept saying, like, oh, what's this guaranteed bullshit mean? And they're like, oh, it's guaranteed pricing. It's not guaranteed delivery. No. Nah. And I was like, mm-mm, uh-uh. mm-mm, uh-uh. uh And uh, one of the people said to me, I think her name, so I talked to this guy. I talked to some lady, and then I talked to Alex, and then he's like, I'm going to open a ticket for you. I'm like, what's the ticket number? Oh, I don't know. It's just an email. I'm like, okay, fuck, God damn it. <laughs> so he sent me the email and then eventually Christine emailed me and I'm like, what the what bullshit did she try to feed me she tried to give me something I was like and I replied back Christine I know for a fact that is not true I know for a fact and it even go back to Christine it just went to their ticketing system so then another person emailed me oh and sent me another God. bullshit this sounds like the worst customer service experience it was not ever. great Amazon's usually like oh we'll give you a free month of Prime I'm like no I just want my shit yeah. so I was really frustrated as you can imagine, um, and then and I just, get just to put this into perspective, just to, to put one thing in perspective here, mm. you are the biggest Zelda fan I know. Mm, that is true. You have been waiting for this game rather impatiently, yeah, since they announced the damn thing. Yeah, when it was originally announced for Wii U, you were going <laughs> to get a friggin' Wii U to play the stupid thing. <laughs> yeah. I bought a Wii for oh no, I bought a GameCube for Wind Waker. I bought a Wii for Twilight Princess. I waited outside of Best Buy all night long. Um, I would have bought the Wii U for this. I bought the special edition Skyward Sword. I just love Zelda. It's my favorite series by far. Right. By far. If the, if the if the Switch was eight hundred dollars, I would have bought it. And I'm not even lying. <laughs> just to play Zelda. That is a true statement. That's, that's a just, true fact. That's obsession, man. I just, I just want the audience to put themselves in that mindset. <laughs> right. So here I am waiting for my potentially $800 Switch. Like, so mad. I had cleared my schedule. Right? Jess was sweet enough to be like, yeah, you, you do your thing. Do I'm your sure thing. Jess had a thrilling time when she this was all did. going down. <laughs> she did. And Saturday, Saturday, which was the day to play, like I was really you know, going to get it. I just, at one point. As one does. Yeah, got it. I was going to get it. We like cleared the whole schedule. It was like the one Saturday. All of a sudden, we have nothing to do. And we're like, neither of us had that in like forever. So we're just like, what the hell do we do with ourselves? <laughs> like, what do we do with ourselves? So it was, did, was just forced to just sit with you in a room as you seethed in anger? Well, we did. We, we did rooms. We, we sat at a Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, I think we went to a Target. <laughs> no, no. She wouldn't let me go to Target because I wanted to see if the Switch was there. <laughs> but at the Dunkin' Donuts, I was just like, at one point, I was just like, God damn it. I want that Switch. I was so mad. And I felt, I also felt bad because we had, you know, I'd be like, don't make any plans and they all fell through amazon ruined everything they ruined everything um oh god it was bad it was so bad <laughs> and, then, and then the worst part was i knew you had yours so i was even more mad but then i felt a little uh, bit better when your joy con started going <laughs> <out of whack. laughs> what a Spite. dirt bag yeah. mad spiteful son yeah oh boy so the uh, entire time i was enjoying zelda to the utmost mm, degree yeah i felt really bad for you <laughs> i was not happy i was doing stuff I'm like, oh that's so awesome maurice would really love this <laughs> yep and then my brother said that he saw a switch at a target oh yeah i had also called target and best buy and all that crap to see if i could go there and cancel because you had you're like i would cancel that shit and just go buy oh, yeah, one totally i would yeah yeah if it was available yeah. i would have fucking yeah. canceled the shit out of that told so, amazon to shove it yep so that night i was like oh we're gonna go let's go to target in the morning no, i did nope we didn't go <laughs> didn't go but it was probably better it was probably better off not going sure uh so i did wind up getting it sunday um but then inconveniently it was jess's birthday weekend 
<laughs> so would you have to have dinner with How the family? How could you, Jess? Right? How could you be born <laughs> so on the same weekend Breath of the Wild was released? So fucking selfish. <laughs> Although she did let me bring it over and plug it into her television and play for a little bit, which was very sweet of her. <laughs> it was awesome. It was everything I thought it would be. And I just, I just had to get my fix in because I wound up getting it that Sunday. And it was funny because... I was waiting, so it shipped from, and it was USPS, which was the worst part on Sunday. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, damn. So it shipped at 10 a.m. I didn't get it till 2 p.m., 2 p.m., and I was about yeah, ready to just leave. That's when they send you the shady mailman. Yeah, 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 those <laughs> part-time mail carriers. Yeah. You don't know if they've looked in your box. Yeah. Felt it up. Mm-hmm. Fumbled around a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Maybe oh. around a little bit. <laughs> the reason I knew there was a distribution center fuck-up is I bought this new iPad case you see here so I can hold my, my iPad better. I bought that Wednesday, well, Tuesday or Wednesday for the two-day shipping. That shit also said preparing to ship for like 72 to two hours. Wow. And the in, the people on um on the Amazon were like, yeah, you're, we're, I think we're still going to try and meet that Friday date. I'm like, 8 p.m.'s in four hours. Where the <laughs> fuck am I going to get this shit? They're like, just be honest with me for the love of God. It's all I ask for in all my customer service. And I usually try to do my best with them. Like, I did collections. I know what it's like. But <laughs> just get the fuck out of my way. Just ship yeah, my shit. Just, oh, oh, I feel like they oh, don't care. That's, the, that's what they said. They said, Christine, Christine, she was like, we can't ship this until the day of release, you know, for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bullshit, Christine. I know for a fact that one of my friends got his ship yesterday. <laughs> I knew it because Eris has shipped the day before. Um, so yeah, it's also been a really busy week this week, so I haven't had a chance to play. <laughs> I played a little bit, a bit here or there, but not not as much as I'd like to. That's fair. Uh, but it was a very frustrating weekend. Mm. Yeah. yeah, the struggle is too real, man. It really is. It was the first worldiest <laughs> problems I've ever experienced. No, I think it's that. It's my uh, my coffee heater for my coffee cup. Oh yeah, that yeah, that is super first world. That's first world problems like a mother. I was like, why am I getting like four hundred dollar package? Why am I getting it? Oh, in two days I was so mad. But I guess I technically did get it in two days when they shipped it the day of release. But like I said, I felt bad about clearing the schedule and then having literally nothing to do. Yeah, it was a major fuck up on Amazon. <sighs> yeah, it was my I fault. I heard that they they were giving like some pretty crazy discounts. I got two months of Prime to, free. Oh, okay. So that leaves you got something out yeah. of it. But I heard people like depending on how much they ordered. I think is mm. is the word out there that like people were getting up to like fifty percent off wow. of their order. Wow, nice. that would have been wild. Yeah. Um. And then the one thing I was like, oh, Amazon, I'm so mad at you, but I can't quit you. So two days later, I bought the uh, Pro Controller because I'm a fucking <laughs> whore. I am a Nintendo whore. Shame. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Shame. Yup. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's so you I also hate, had to get I a Pro Controller. What was it, yeah. your okay. What was your experience? You got yours on time. So like I said, we ran the gamut. <laughs> um, so a... a a screw up on my part actually saved me from your experience because sure that would have been mad as yeah, hell. Yeah, yours is also in the New Jersey. Area. As the, like you, I worked from home on Friday, mm-hmm. expecting my shipment, um, and uh, I did receive it. But uh, day before uh, on Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday night. It was Wednesday. It was Wednesday night. Um, I had made a change to my order, um, and immediately as soon as I made that change. It freaking changed the delivery date to next Tuesday, which would have been yesterday. And 
at at that very like I, I thank God I checked the order again after I made that change because I'm I'm super just anal and I have to double check everything after I do something and just to make sure that the change I made went through on the order and sure enough it had gone through successfully but it changed the delivery date mm-hmm. so I just I I got so mad. And I immediately called Amazon customer service and uh, spoke to a uh, Indian gentleman who couldn't give less of a damn about what the fuck just happened. <laughs> so, so he also tried to lie to me and give me some bullshit, but I was not taking it. Mm-hmm. I was not fucking emailing back and forth with Christine. I was not taking his bull crap and <laughs> asked him for a goddamn manager mm-hmm. and he got me a manager and uh cherry came on and was just like yep i could totally do that for you uh pretty much confirming that the other guy was just feeding me a crock of bullshit mm. and uh yep she's sure enough she changed it um and changed the uh shipping from two-day delivery to one-day delivery mm. uh so looks like that triggered the friggin uh warehouse to actually ship my shit on time yeah, i'm assuming your thing got moved like to another spot <laughs> right and those all went out you're one you're the only one that had one day shipping like oh here's the one <laughs> out the door it goes so fuck yeah <laughs> so that actually saved me mm-hmm. from having all that bullshit go down so i get my switch on time on friday the day of release so mm-hmm. i'm all excited i get zelda i get my switch i unbox it i put a picture on our friggin' facebook and i'm like yeah let's go switch i turn that shit on put it in uh on my tv i go through the setup process like you did in handheld mode put that shit on the stand and in the tv mode take out those joy cons put it in the joy con grip i'm like let's go i'm getting ready to jump into hyrule and get my adventure on how come how come link how come link can't move <laughs> what the fuck's happening right now why what was my left joy con just keep blinking like a fucking set of Christmas lights. What's happening right now? <laughs> so, turns out my left Joy-Con was literally useless. I could not play it. I legitimately could not play my Switch. It would not stay synced to the console for longer than a minute. And I'm not exaggerating here. Wow. How I far did you sit? Uh, literally next to it mm-hmm. all the way back to my couch which i would say is about 15 feet away from the tv maybe mm-hmm. like normally like from uh, from this wall well this is terrible for an audio show but <laughs> like here to there um basically you've been in my living room yeah yeah, yeah. um and uh like if i was like further away than one foot it would just start to disconnect regardless of if I had any obstruction in front of it or if I held it in my hands or if I had it in the grip or anything. Like the only way I could play anything was with the Joy-Con directly connected to the friggin' tablet. So I call Nintendo support as one does. Again, my second customer support related (laughs) call for the Nintendo friggin' Switch in two days. And uh, Nintendo support man, uh, Raymond, was the, the gentleman's name. And uh, he, was, he was nice enough. Uh, he basically you know, put me on hold and said, let me look into that issue you're having, even though the issue had been well-documented online several weeks before launch. Uh, and he's, he comes back and he's like, nope, we've got nothing on that. I have no idea what you're talking about whatsoever. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And he's like, I'm going to set up a repair for you. 
All right. So you can't send me an RMA advance and I can just send you this faulty one back? Nope. You got to send it in for repair. We're going to gut it, fix everything, and send it back to you. How long is that going to take? Two weeks? (laughs) 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 So, So at this point, I'm pissed off and I'm like, nah, you're going to have to do better than that. And he's like, well, I can expedite that for you. How long is that going to take? One week. (sighs) Raymond, you are telling me that I'm going to have to send you the controller for my brand new Nintendo console that I just bought today (laughs) and wait a week to play anything on it. Awkward silence. I have a feeling he just wanted to get off the call at that point. And he goes, may I suggest in the meantime you buy the Pro Controller? (laughs) For $70. And at this point, I'm like, so you're telling me that I have to buy a $70 extra controller that I did not plan to buy so that I can play my brand new Nintendo console that I just bought today mm-hmm. awkward silence all right raymond just send me the damn email for the repair thanks well you talked about that pro controller so much you 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 did it to yourself you curse yourself i guess so you i put it. that karma out there yep that, that was one of my biggest worries i have big meaty paws yep you so sure I was do worried that those tiny seen joy cons yeah turns out the joy cons are pretty freaking comfortable as a matter of fact i don't mind them to mm-hmm. be honest with you um, so I would have been okay not purchasing the friggin' thing, except that, you know, it's fucked up. So I can't really do anything about it. Um, so, of course, after this call, I hang up and I'm pissed off at this point because I can't fucking play Zelda or anything. Uh, and I start searching around in every store in Rhode Island and they're all literally sold out. Like I called five Best Buys. I called three Targets, uh, a couple of Game Stops, and every single one was sold out. The last store I called was a Best Buy and a lady just went, yeah, we're sold out in our entire district of those. No, oh, <laughs> saved you a couple more phone calls. Yes, you sure did. <laughs> so thank you know thank her for that. Um, so uh, at this point, I'm ready to give up. I'm ready to just call it a day. No Zelda for me. And I had a chat with my boy, friend of the show, Furman, and it just so happens that Furman is a mailman <laughs> in the great state of Massachusetts. Where they fucking had pro controllers. <laughs> <laughs> so I had Furman get off of work when he went to pick up his switch. He stopped by a Walmart in Massachusetts, picked me up a pro controller, and delivered it to my house. What a guy. Thanks, USPS. <laughs> <laughs> off the clock. I like it. <laughs> so I ended Good up getting you, the pro controller. I can confirm the pro controller works flawlessly yep. no matter where I sit. Mine's very nice. And uh, it's, it's probably the best way to play Zelda, I'm not even going to lie. So when you play remotely, what do you play with? What do you mean remotely? You ship, when, you, when you take it off the dock and you play it in your car mm-hmm. or something, what do you, you have the left Joy-Con works when it's... Oh, it's connected. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah that works fine. Works fine oh, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. It works perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, I just shipped that Joy-Con to Nintendo today. Yep. That's so, awful. you know, we'll see what happens. Yep. I'll, I'll 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 check back in with you guys once I get it back and see if it freaking works again. But I have the Pro Controller for now, and I plan to keep it because it's a good controller. Mm-hmm. 
But outside of me getting mine 48 hours late and yours not working, everything else works flawlessly. (laughs) (laughs) The Nintendo Switch is a nice piece of kit. Two thumbs up. They did a nice job of making it feel like a premium piece of equipment. Mm -hmm. I will give Nintendo that. A lot of their consoles have recently, uh, especially the Wii and the GameCube and the Wii U, they've all felt like toys this feels like a nice piece of tech mm-hmm. so they did a nice job with that yeah i'm really interested to see how they go forward designing their games because you can you can see them designing it for just handheld or a legit straight up console or both or yeah. maybe doing like game aspects where you have to take it off the dock like that could be interesting there's a lot of stuff they could do with it there there's a thing that i ran into in zelda mm-hmm. that i have no idea how i would have done with a controller i, I don't it requires an accelerometer uh-huh. which i think the the joy cons have i don't know if the the, the pro controller has like the thing that allows you to tilt the thing oh and actually control something on the screen you can do that anytime you are you take your bow out uh-huh. and you aim it if you move your controller it'll go around it'll move oh, around shit really yeah oh, they all do it that sounds dumb it is dumb because i'm like aiming at something else i'm like oh my god, oh god. <laughs> yeah it's weird well, i must not move that much no, no i've never had that issue yeah, but yeah that sounds steady stupid. steady pause steady yeah, meaty pause big meaty pause mm-hmm. are good for <laughs> yeah yeah so it is a nice definitely so, not I mean, piece of tech. As, as a piece of hardware it's, it's pretty nice and i think the previous nintendo like um What's the word I'm looking for? Like, the Wii was, a, you know, gimmicks. Mm-hmm. I thought the Wii gimmick was kind of silly. Yeah. The Wii U gimmick with the, the pad was kind of silly. This is not silly. This is cool. It's a cool gimmick. Yeah, it is a cool, like, the fact that you can just take your full-featured console video. Now, it's not the most powerful console on the market. Like, no. let's get that out of the way. It's not even on PS4 or Xbox One level, pretty right. much. It's not even there. Um, pretty close, though. I would say it's pretty comparable to those two. Um but the fact that I can just take like a full freaking Zelda and just play it yeah. anywhere, it's awesome. Is awesome. It's it feels really substantial. Also, I'm not a big cool. Sorry, like power guy. I don't get like I don't need all the power in the world. I do. Yes, you do. I want it all. Yep. I want the Infinity Gauntlet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Vic, you're doing fine without the PS4 Pro. Myself yep. too. Although I will be getting the Xbox for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, I, and Zelda looks amazing. Looks great. It's the only game I've played for so far. I don't again. I don't even know what the other releases came out. I was thinking about getting one two switch just to get the gimmicky game with it. Mm. Just bullshit. It wasn't packaged they in. They should one thing have I will packed say. that in. Yeah, because yeah, they've absolutely. always done that before with Wii Sports and stuff. Um, but so far, I'm really enjoying it. Um, Zelda. I'm a I'm a big huge Zelda fan. Uh, the only console Zelda I haven't beaten is uh, Majora's Mask, and I have it for my 3DS. I will. And the only uh, handheld ones I haven't beaten were Oracle. And uh, those Minish newer Cap. ones, Minish the Minus Cap, Minish yeah, yeah, Cap. which I, that's what I want to get to. Minus Cap, and then those weird new ones after Wind Waker, the Spirit Tracks, and uh, I, I would play Minish Cap for the yeah. time if they released it on the Switch. Yeah, so <laughs> that I'm, game is so good. We'll see what the Virtual Console brings, but um, yeah, that's not even now. Yeah, that that's right. another thing. We yeah, the, mention the, the online is even a thing. Sucks. Like, yeah. the online is just nothing. It's I have literally their store. That's it. Right. I've opened it up, gone to Zelda, played Zelda. That's it. I haven't done anything else with yeah. it. So there's more to come. You know, we'll review as time goes on, like how things go. This is, you know, the initial impressions. Uh, for me, Zelda, really enjoying it. I've only played a couple hours. It is unlike any Zelda there's ever been. Totally, totally, totally. Like the last Zelda, Skyward Sword, for me was a disappointment. It was a Zelda title. It was okay, but not great at all. 
Um, and that game held your hand for the first like couple hours, like nonstop. Like, oh, there's a cat. Go chase the cat. That's how I'm, you walk. I'm not anywhere near as big as Zelda fan as you, but I do enjoy those games mm. quite a lot. Mm. Like, Wind Waker is one of my favorite games. Yeah. That game is excellent. Um, I did not even get out of that like whole starter like couple hour tutorial bullshit in. In Skyward Sword, I couldn't yeah. do it. That, that that was terrible. It was a little too much. The was overworld legit, was terrible. Bad game design. Yeah, I can't believe you beat that game. Like I was surprised. I all this time I thought you'd never beat that because fucking like, a, I beat it. Bullshit. What kind of <laughs> hobo you think I am? This is an amateur hour. <laughs> I, I was mad because I bought the fucking. Uh, remember you needed yes, the, that's why the I bought the special Wii edition remote yeah. with that thing. You had to buy the little I was freaking upset because I bought that stupid thing and I literally played like four hours of that game and then I'm like, fuck this game. I am not doing this. Yep. And I just quit. Yep, and that's the only game I ever even fucking played with that stupid controller. Me too. Oh, like so I said, I would dumb. If it was a hundred dollars, I would have bought it. Oh. <laughs> um, I did get the special edition for Zelda, which so came you... with a map, coin, cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, that thing's cool. But this game does not hold your hand at all. It literally just drops you in. And it's fucking hard. Sorry, Vic, you have some ad. Well, I had a, I had a important question that inquiring minds want to know. Sure. With the uh, uh, Breath of the Wild cartridge. Have you guys taken the time to lick the cartridge yet? <laughs> I have not taken the time. I will not be doing that. <laughs> Nintendo has uh, confirmed they coat the cartridges with a bittering agent mm. so kids don't eat them, and they taste terrible. <laughs> I have heard that. I There's one gentleman I follow uh, for Polygon, Griffin McElroy, right. um, and when he did his Amiibo reviews, at the very end, he would put it in his mouth. Uh, I don't know why, hmm. but he always would. Bless you. <laughs> so it was, uh, I, yeah, I have not licked it, and I will not lick it. Who was the first person that licked it and found that out? I don't know. Jeff Gerstman. He did lick it, didn't he? Yeah, it was him. Okay, <laughs> it was I thought him. it was on Twitter. Yeah. Giant bombs, Jeff Gerstman. Yeah. Definitely him. Yeah. So no, I haven't done that. I have played it a couple hours. Um, it's really hard. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, in handheld and TV mode. Yes, yes. Uh, it's, it, I can't even, like... I haven't even, like, scratched the surface at all. Like, it's just beyond. But a lot of these games, when they're so big, like Skyrim, I can't even, like, know. I don't even know where to start. I just can't go everywhere and do everything. But in this game, I can feel like I want to. It's just, like, you you see something beyond, and you're just like, oh, man, I got to get there. I got to climb that. I got to look at that. It's just the look and feel of it is better. And it's a Zelda. It is is not Zelda, but it is Zelda into its essence. But the green tunic's gone. Uh, Navi, you know, the helper is gone. Um, the fighting style is gone. The everything. It's not really the, the fighting style with the Z targeting stuff. The Z targeting is there, it's but killer. there's a jump button, which has never yeah. happened in a Zelda game, which has thrown me off a lot so far. <laughs> um, the fighting's a bit different. The fighting's hard. Yeah. Uh, the the heart pieces are gone. It's kind of a lot. I've seen a lot of people. I don't play these games, <clears> so um, but I have seen a lot of people compare it to Dark Souls a little bit with the combat. I've heard that. Yes, where the mm-hmm. the the enemies have like specific patterns in their attacks, and mm-hmm. you can like. There's windows that that they're open to attack and things yep. like that. So yeah, then, then, on, on, on like a minor scale. Not yes. I'm not talking about their like super duper stupid hard like those games or anything. Yeah. I mean, so far without you know with only a few hearts, I'm getting my ass kicked sometimes. But it has been, I haven't like thrown my hands up and be like, oh screw this. You know, I just try to find ways around yeah, it. Feels it. fair. Yeah, it is, and I'll you know we'll get better as as because as you so they have the huge dungeons which I haven't come across one yet, and then they have small shrines where you collect so uh so orbs. And then spirit, you can, orbs. spirit orbs, you can get four, you can trade it in for a heart or a stamina bar, which is, the stamina's a pain in the ass, because every time you sprint, climb something, swim, everything, your stamina goes down. Mm, and if it runs out, you fucking anyway. fall to your death. Yeah, glide. Mm. Um, and 
Uh, that's so far as a pain in the ass, but I, I feel like it's one of those games like Shadow of Mordor was really kind of hard, pretty hard at first, yeah. but as soon as you powered up, you got the moves and the abilities and the life and everything, it was easy. So you just got to get over that hump of the mm. initial game. But it's, it's cool because you're discovering the world. It, you literally just get dropped in. Like, have fun. Yeah. You discover the world, and it's like, go do it. And you're like, all right, here we go. So it's unlike any Zelda in that regard. It's actually the most Zelda. The Zelda it's most like is the original Zelda. Oh, wow. Because in the original Zelda, he says, here's your sword. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. And you get no other information whatsoever. Mm. And it's kind of like that so far. But you do get yeah. quests and stuff. And your first quest... Once you finish the tutorial area, is defeat the la- the bat the last guy, like defeat him. That's your main quest. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Uh, the story, uh, they actually reveal pretty quickly what happened in the past hundred years when you're sleeping. Because you know, in all the videos, Link wakes up from hundred years sleep. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. Yeah, me too. And I loved it. Yeah, I was like hoping to wait a little bit further for that, but they released it right away. Uh, or they talked about it right away. But I can you can tell there's more to it. Yes, there um, is. Yeah, where, where I am, I fi- I've found out some more, which so. is awesome. I can't wait yeah. to get to that. And um, so I'm and I'm also like a huge Zelda buff, but I'm a Zelda like uh, timeline buff. The books, you know, reading the the, the timeline with the uh, the Hyrule Historia. Um, I was really like leading up to this. I really wanted to know like where it placed in the timeline, still to be determined. Yeah. Um, some of my initial theories may be wrong, but I we'll see where we go. <laughs> but the game's really fun. As a Zelda fan, I um I think I would play any Zelda if they just made it the same Zelda again. I would still play it, but I was thinking this is okay. But I would never look at it like Ocarina or Link to the Past. Those games like changed games. Mm-hmm. I remember Hyrule Field and Ocarina looks like to me back then. It looked like what this game looks like now, like just how, the huge scale of it. Yeah. Uh, but I will always hold Hyrule, uh, Ocarina of Time in a special place in my heart. I love that game. It's, oh, it'll always be my favorite. A lot of people. Feel yeah. That we'll way. see how what happens when I finish this one. But I'm getting a, a similar feel. Like this is wild. I haven't seen anything like this. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely by far my favorite Zelda game ever. And mm. I mean, I've told you like Minish Cap is up there for me. I just yep. I love Minish Cap so much. Ocarina is obviously the consensus best one until this one for me. This one definitely uh, has taken that mantle. Um, the thing about this game that, and like I said, I, we've established I am a lot further in than you at this point. Uh, thanks to me getting it on time. <laughs> right. I would have been well into it if I got it on time. Played, played, played it Saturday. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and the thing that's cool about this game is that while you are dropped in and it, you're just given all of this freedom um, by the game pretty much from the outset, none of it ever feels aimless. Like, that's the that's the thing. In a lot of open world games, you can get dropped out into the world and you feel like there's too much to do and yet nothing to do because everything is just you, like you you have no no aim no goal that's what i do with elder scrolls yeah yeah i always get sidetracked with side yep. stuff in that game and it feels like it never ends yeah. in this game it, it feels like you can do as much or as little as you want at your own pace if that makes sense right and i know in those skyrim games like everything scales to your level so you technically could go and fight other stuff but in this one you can tell there's some stuff that's way oh too strong yeah you would you. get your ass handed to you if you go in the wrong area yeah. in this game which i like yeah oh yeah it's awesome um so the this game uh well, what the other thing that's really cool about it is that it's while while the story is kind of doled out in small doses to you and like like more said there's like a big chunk that's just laid out on you like right as you finish the tutorial area which i found really cool because i thought they were gonna like wait forever and ever to tell me like what happened and, and why this is all happening and as soon as you know what happened happened and you get to find out i'm like 
awesome. I know. Like, let's go now. <laughs> and uh, that, that was such a cool, like, break of convention for most video games. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and once you actually get out into the, the world at large, like, just that first leap off of that first plateau feels magical to begin with. And then from there, everything is just sort of, uh, you know, that to to a great degree like obviously you're 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 adventuring you you're you're traveling places you're doing the shrines and everything but in between these places where they're they're more um structured like the shrines there's just all sorts of open world like emergent shit happening that you don't expect um you know i've caught a couple of horses at this point and um you know that that's all really cool like i didn't know what i needed to do um with with the horses like the game explains to you sort of how you can tell you know what kind the horse is gonna be i caught an all black horse named him reaper (laughs) because reaper's so cool (laughs) you know i'd love to be on to live on the edge bro Uh, but, uh, for example, like I, I ran up, um, on, in the, in the beginning area, I ran up on a, uh, a camp of, uh, of enemies, the, the like regular piggy enemies oh, or whatever, guys, yep, the bokoblins. Yeah. And I noticed that they were like sleeping, laying around. There was a guy in a watchtower and all the grass around them was red. And I'm like, wait, what the hell? Why is the grass all red? That was the first time I, I saw all red grass in the game. So I go, I'm, I'm up in the mountains and I'm just looking down at them at this point. And then I walk a little bit further down and I notice that like not, not in the area where they're at, but you know, somewhat close by, there is like a campfire. And I'm like, huh, huh, I wonder. So I jump down and I go to this fire, take out my torch. I light the torch on fire and I go to the beginning of this little ravine where they are. Now I'm pretty like far from them. So I'm like, I wonder if this is going to work, but fuck it. Let's try. So I run up to the grass and I just put my torch up to it and it fucking catches on fire. And the fire just burns all the way up to where the camp is. And there's some explosive barrels there. That grass that's on fire fucking burns the barrels and blows them all the hell up before they even knew I was there. Nice. It was awesome. That's great. Like, holy shit. <laughs> and it does like and a I fire. felt like a genius because I'm like, I did that. That's right. <laughs> Fuck you, pigs. <laughs> it is a far cry where it's like the camp. You have to clear out and you get like a, a, a chest for it and you get something cool. So uh, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. There was one camp I got killed like three times and I was getting so pissed. I went up above, took out a bomb arrow. Which you get like your bow and arrow really quickly. You get yeah. you get all you get all of the tools for Zelda very at the very beginning. Yes, right like, uh, right off the bat. None of that weird you know compass map toy thing and everything that has to, you have to use to beat that level. Mm-hmm. So you get it right away. And I was like, okay, fuck you guys, barrel, <laughs> fucked them all up. I felt great. I was so mad. Yeah, and then so glad. <laughs> yeah. So you, I know there's like tons of different stuff you can do in the future. So it's 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 really great. And so far, mm, I know there's so much more. Which I'm like just like. I'm drooling. There is quite a bit more, trust yeah. me. Yeah. I'm not trying to just spoil anything, but yep. this game is is dense. It's yeah. it it peels back in layers like an <laughs> onion. <laughs> so Eris and I will be like as we go along, we'll be reviewing the weeks to come. We'll have a, a probably a nice quick Breath of the Wild minute, Vic. Oh nice. man, there's there's just like there's just story. That game allows you to like make your own story. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like no a two, choose no choose two. your own storybook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No two playthroughs gonna be the same. Yeah, like I keep I keep on going. Like I I, I get a quest and I'm like I'm gonna go do that quest and all of a sudden I run up somewhere and I'm like, damn it, that mountain looks really really high i bet you there's cool stuff up there 
And I just go and climb that damn mountain. And sure enough, there's usually something up there for me to find, which is like the most amazing thing about this game. There's just never anything that's not rewarded that, that you choose to do. So I keep on like going off the beaten path from wherever I need to go to my next quest or whatever. And I end up spending an hour just exploring stuff and, and friggin' finding a bunch of things. And I never regret it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, the world's not empty, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Vic. big, but it's not empty. Vic, you're going to get yourself a Switch. Breath of the Wild, bro. You want to get in on this Breath of the Wild minute, bro? Vic, this will take you back to the Nintendo 64, bro. You oh, love shit. the 64, You Vic. do love that 64 Mario Odyssey, bro. It's your Mario Odyssey. <laughs> fucking Bowser's a pimp, bro. He's a fucking pimp. Uh, Switch. It's worth it for Zelda alone, Vic. Um, I'll, I'll give it a year. Mm. I mean, because I, 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 I mean, I, I'm very happy to hear that the Switch is living up to the hype so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I've been on Nintendo's uh, pattern for the past ten years. <laughs> You're onto their shit. Oh yeah, I've been on it. Like they, they release a, a very appealing, very popular, fast-selling, uh, hardware innovative console, right? Mm-hmm. With some innovative mechanics. They will release mm-hmm. some some excellent first party titles, mm-hmm. a ton of crap shovelware, <laughs> and lackluster third party support. Yeah. It's been the pattern from the Wii, the yeah. Wii U, and I can I can foresee it with the Switch. Yeah, the only thing I predict <laughs> that this time next year, the 3DS, bro. You, I mean, the 3DS. I mean, I'll, I'll give them the, their handheld. Their handheld. The 3D is so it's stupid. Been on point. <laughs> so stupid. Point. But the games are but, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 3D right. is just fucking dumb. But yeah. I fear that with Nintendo's uh, pattern with their home consoles, by this time next year, you guys, you guys are gonna be like the Switch. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, it's kind of like the Wii U, you know, of 2018, 2017. Yeah, fuck that console. But Breath of the Wild, that was really good. I don't know, bro. I feel like by this time next year, we would have just finished playing the Bowser Pimp Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. The thing you forgot about that is <laughs> the virtual console where you have to rebuy the same old games over and over. And that's the <laughs> thing. Fucking <laughs> sweet. Take my money, Nintendo. Re- rebuy, the virtual, rebuy the games on the virtual console because you guys are whores. You know what? The <laughs> I, 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 have, I have the NES Classic for that. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? There's one more, there's one more thing that I'm, that I'm on to Nintendo that I don't like. Like their their artificial scarcity of their of their peripherals of their mm. consoles mm. and of their games, trying to drive artificial demand. The, the, the same thing that they're doing with the, that they've done with the NES Classic. It's 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 pimpish, mm. like Bowser, and and, and 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 I don't like it. I for one do not like it. I don't like the fact that Nintendo is pimping the consumers, and you guys are okay with it. I don't like it. I mean, take yeah. take take some have yeah. some agency as 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 consumers as, as game players, and stand up to Nintendo and say, "Hey, I will not let you bend me over the table and fleece me from my wallet. I have rights, damn it! I have agency, damn it! My my consumerism has value." Yeah, Dude. but that Nintendo D is so good. But 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 Zelda. <laughs> but but do those do those rights buy me Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, Nintendo can have them. <laughs> I give up, man. I tried. I tried, man. You did. You know what? It was a valiant effort. Yep. Yeah. If you got Zelda in your hands, mm-hmm. you would understand. I would let well, Nintendo would bend me over a table, over <laughs> and over again. 
and over again. Let's get to some emails. I heard we got before. Some emails I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> now, one last I'm, thing. But I am not as big a Zelda fan. As I me. will say that Nintendo has in their back pocket is that fucking Pokemon, bro. Oh my god! Oh yeah! If they ever like, if they are ever in danger of going out of business, they're gonna break that glass and put out this console Pokemon. You know it. And just make a billion dollars. You know it's coming, Vic. You fucking know it. My God, you guys would literally give your blood and bone marrow for a Pokemon game on the Switch. Guys, this shit is not selling well. What do we do? <laughs> break the Pokemon. Yep. <laughs> so, in case of emergency, break glass for Pokemon <laughs> on the Switch. I would trade in my nose. <laughs> you got two emails this week, Vic. <laughs> well, thankfully... Uh, um, I'm one of those consumers who sees reason. I don't let the hype listen cloud my judgment. Eris has explained to me this past year. He's like, listen, man, you work hard for your money. You spend that shit. I will. Thank you very much. I, I did spend it on things I that you enjoy. Quite say, yeah, exactly. Okay, you say the end. Of <laughs> yeah. that. All right. I didn't just tell you to randomly spend yeah, your he's money. Like, Never have money. Get way in debt. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is not at all what I said. It's not even close. Who cares about your future, fucking Zelda, bro? <laughs> I mean, you would probably trade your future for Zelda, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to have to start a, uh, a Switch Anonymous uh, club yeah. at some point. But uh, what's, the point? what's the point of earning it if you're not living it, bro? That's a good point. You can, you can live it, but you don't have to Guess hold what? yourselves when out. Guess what? When you die, your fucking bastard kid's just going <laughs> to fucking enjoy it. <laughs> when you put it that way, <laughs> shit. You know, the one thing I will say about the Pro Controller, like, oh it was, for that one little, they're not going to appreciate it. No. A lot of hard no. work you put in, not buying yourself stuff. Yeah. Saving for my future. So for you, Aria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, I would give up video games for my daughter, just putting that out there and saying, I would, in a heartbeat. In a second. Peanut gallery, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's. That's that, really touching. Yeah, that's that is touching, but, but it's too great a sacrifice. <laughs> but, um, uh, we we do have uh, uh, two emails. One from our uh, dear friend uh, and uh, Marvel hater John Haponic, mm-hmm. uh, resident uh, hater. Yep. Uh, Logan thoughts. Uh, hey guys. Well, the comic Logan is based it's is based on is the most overrated garbage out there. <laughs> it was a lame excuse to see characters killed in awful fashion. Thankfully, Logan was a vast improvement over the comic and X-Men Apocalypse. All right. Um, I've, I've, I've actually been fine with the previous two Wolverine films. Origins gets a bad rap because of whiny Deadpool fans. Also, spoiler alert in this email. Uh, yes. Uh, the first five minutes of Origins was amazing, and the first 30 minutes with Sabretooth was fantastic. The Wolverine was a vast improvement, and Logan was just a great all-around film. Um I was definitely sad to see a spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just don't read it. Um, let me see. My only disappointment <laughs> with Logan was that Leif Schreiber did not return for an intense battle as Sabretooth. And um, at least Omega Red should have been included. Anyway, I enjoyed Logan, and I'm very sad to see Hugh Jackman leave. Uh, don't worry, fellas. I'm sure Marvel will get their next films wrong. Best John. <laughs> I mean, X-Men Origins does not get a bad rap. If the movie was only 30 minutes long, sure, it would have been a really good movie. Unfortunately, there's another hour, hour and a half of that movie <laughs> that was really pure hot garbage. 
Yeah, I can't dispute that. Yeah, I can't dispute that. I did like I did like Leave Shiver playing uh, Sabretooth though. Yeah, he was yeah, he was yeah. good. He was yeah. fun. Yeah. And our second email is from our co-host and friend Carl Bird. Uh, what's up, fellas? Uh, emailing in since I couldn't make the show tonight. Hope you guys are good. But let's get to it. Uh, get Out was a dope-ass movie. Yes, it was. Uh, considering the fact that I caught a late-night showing and stood up for the whole thing speaks a lot, LOL. Um, I have never really saw a comedic suspense film that I can remember off the top of my head, so if this is a first, I'm glad it was. I was able to relate to the main character in some of the situations that he was in, and what made it so good was that a lot of people, once I've talked to and seen the movie, was that they were able to relate to it and create and create a dialogue. I highly recommended you guys to see it, especially you, Maurice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie. Uh, Logan was amazing. Uh, this and Deadpool are the prime examples of, of when the suits shut the hell up and actually listen to the fans and give the fans what they want. It didn't even feel like a superhero movie, but more like a drama with superhero elements. Mm. Uh, the story was great, and X-23 knocked it out of the park. Yeah, um, seeing the most powerful mind going through Alzheimer's and, having him, and him having seizures and affecting everyone in the area made me wish there was more backstory to that, but I was still satisfied. Um, let me see. I wish they would have cast someone else as Dokken, uh, Wolverine's bisexual psychotic son. Interesting, uh, but again, I was still oh, satisfied. Dakin is not in them in the movie. Dakin. Oh, I think he's saying he wished they would have cast him. Oh, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, I hope they do more with X twenty three and the kids of the mutants in the movie, or the mutant kids in the movie, I should say. Uh, this movie is what a passion project looks like. You got two under your belt, Fox. Just give Marvel my Fantastic Four and DC take notes. Uh, we're still working on House of Cards and dabbling on Destiny. Hope you guys are enjoying this or enjoying the Switch and Horizon Zero Dawn. And of course, I gotta leave the question of the week. Uh, with the release of Logan, what would you say is the best X-Men film, even including Deadpool? Okay, you guys are tired of me. Uh, I'll see you guys next week and make sure you all tune into the Codex Prime Mix Show this Friday at 5 p.m. on Instagram. Take care, fellas. Carl. Thank you for that well-written email, Carl. I still can't wait for the Carl summary of Get Out, along with Victor's review. (laughs) That's going to be pretty good. It'll be next week. Um, Question of the week. What was one thing he said? Best X-Men movie. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, uh, I know you mentioned earlier Logan. Well, uh, he did say in there, oh, they, you know, they got it right, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, I'm glad it only took them 17 years. <laughs> like, they, in my opinion, they wasted a lot of goodness, a lot of stuff. Uh, they wasted a lot of Hugh Jackman's good years with some crap that they put out there. Yeah, um, but I'm glad they did get it right. I will still see it this week so we can talk more about it next week. Uh, my favorite would probably be Deadpool. Mm, I, mean, I don't count that as an X Men movie, but I guess it counts. Um, so I, I wasn't considering that one. Oh, X2. God, I'd have to give it to Logan, um, even though first class just holds a special place in my heart for some reason. Like, yeah. I, I, that's the only one that I'm struggling with because I really freaking like first class. Yeah, I just yeah. Thought, it was actually on TV the other day. I was watching some of it. But um, I would say X2 because I really enjoyed that a lot. A little Cyclops got it done dirty in that. But last stand, people forget, you know, before Days of Future Past, what saved X-Men after that trash last stand was mm-hmm. first class. That's what got the ball rolling right. in, in the franchise again. Yep. Yeah. And you said Logan earlier, right, Vic? Yep, I said Logan. Nice. Logan's just really good. I'm assuming yeah. Carl. Like also I said, that, that movie is award worthy. 
Mm. Nice. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, Carl will be putting that on the social medias, the Instagrams, Facebooks. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. You can find us anywhere. Send us a message. Send us an email, podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate everyone that writes in and uh, communicates as we go. And any closing thoughts, boys? Write us in with your thoughts on the Switch and your experience yeah. on launch. I, like I said, we certainly had some tales. Seems like Furman may have gone a lot easier than ours. I'm really curious to see if, yeah. how his went. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and thank you whoever gave us the last five star review. I did see one up there pretty recently. Yeah, Keep them going. More. It really helps us get up the rankings, get more people to listen to the show, get our experiences, our thoughts on a lot of these fun movies, shows, games, consoles um, that people, you know, we've heard from a lot of friends. We give good recommendations. They enjoy the stuff that uh, we say they should go watch and see and like our thoughts. So get on that, we- you know, that bandwagon. Give us those five star reviews. We'd really appreciate it. Later, nerds. Peace out, y'all. Thanks for listening.